0: Have you ever wondered how to show up as your best version of yourself? No matter what life throws at you, you are not alone. I've spent the last six years on the comeback trail after getting fired as a burned out workaholic who missed her first candlelight wedding anniversary. When life gets tough, there's always a choice, give up or show up. So how do you forge an inspiring leadership without the overwhelm completely from scratch? Join me in my quest to bring you the stories, strategies, and tips you need to inspire you to succeed. I am Priyanka Khandalkar, and this is Show Up with Priyanka. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Show Up with Priyanka. This is your host, Priyanka Khandalkar, and I'm so excited to invite Chase Clymer here. And Chase is the co-founder at Electrical Eye, where he and his team create Shopify-powered sales machines from strategic design development, and marketing decisions. He's also the host of Honest E-Commerce, a weekly podcast where we provide online store owners with honest action label advice to increase their sales and grow their business. So excited to have you, Chase, here.
1: I'm so excited to be here. Uh, this is going to be a fun episode. Well, fun 2 episodes. There's a little sneak peek of what we're going to talk about.
0: Right. Totally. I'm so excited. And... Uh, just before coming on the podcast, we were just talking about like, uh, Chase was talking all about his cooking. And I was like, oh, interesting. Let's see. Uh, And I was talking to him about that. And I love that when someone is like, and you said something about self-reliant. And I was like, yes, that is true. Like that's why cooking is so important. I think uh, it's also for your own survival, but also to like, uh, I think as a business owner, Chase, like we always are like, what is my next goal, right? Uh, what is that next thing I have to do? And uh, sometimes it also involve money goals and how much earnings. And uh, at the end, we are always like, okay, am, am I, my health is doing well or not? And I think uh, sometimes when we are in that hustle of entrepreneurship, like sometimes we can like really, um, what do you call neglect our own health, neglect what mm, we are consuming. Yeah. Uh, we go into like fast food consumption. Uh, so it's amazing when I was talking to you about cooking and you were like, Oh, I have prepped the food. And then after the interview, I will be going and uh, making the food. And I'm like, Oh, that's like your total big planner. <laughs> that is amazing. And I love that uh, we had that discussion because I think as an entrepreneur, hustle is important and uh, staying in our game is important. Staying focused, staying consistent is uh, important, but I think like just taking care of your health is so, so important too. And, um, yeah, that was <laughs> that. I just wanted to <laughs> bring that up. So I think Chase, before we dive into our interview, I would love to ask you like, what are your core values that drives you, your business, your life?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to give you the rehearsed answer, like the agency answers to that. I, I would say that um, I'm naturally curious. I like learning, um, and that's why we have, I guess, kind of a more of a full service agency as opposed to something that's super niche down into one particular vertical. Mm-hmm. Um, I truly uh, like helping people. So you know, an agency is a service business. At the end of the day, you're helping other other businesses, you know, grow in whatever way you specialize in. Um, and, and I really like doing that. And I mean, I'm a I'm a really social person i i have you know the gift of gab as some people would say so i have no problem talking to people networking and and, and, it, and it kind of just all ended itself together with kind of building this career out in digital and the kind of out and in, in building an agency with it um and just other than that you know i like to set obtainable goals and then when i reach them readdress what we're doing after that mm-hmm. um you know i think i have some drive and all that jazz but you know i, I wouldn't say that i have uh, any any sort of crazy expectations of what I'm going to do in my life. I just I know what I can do and I know what I can achieve, and I'm probably my own worst critic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's amazing, and I think uh, each, all of us have different core values, and I love that, like the gift of gab, like really noticing that, and like really noticing that when you are working with someone. Like I'm sure there was some core values that connected. To- you with me, right? That's why we are on this podcast together. And we are conversing together. We're talking to each other. So I think I love that piece. I would love to know, Chase, like what was that aha moment in your own life that when you made this transition first into freelancing and then into uh, owning your own business?
1: Yeah. I mean, so I have been freelancing since I was 16 probably, ever since I got a car. And uh, back then, I was doing photography for bands. I was like really active in my local music scene. Um, and then I joined a band and I toured the country with that band forever. 5-6 uh, years, I was touring the country. And that does not pay your bills. So uh, the whole time I was doing that, I was uh, freelancing and I was learning more and more digital stuff mostly. Uh, so from obviously from uh, photography, there was a natural evolution into graphic design and then layout design for magazines. I was working for a bunch of music magazines, then more web stuff because they asked for help there. So I was just learning all these things, figuring out what I liked, what I didn't like. Um, and then at a certain point in the band, uh, we you know went on, permanent hiatus. And so I had like a Rolodex of clients. And so from there, I was kind of just, you know, a a professional freelancer after that. Um, And, uh, you know, there wasn't really a big aha moment. I just kind of stumbled into like realizing I had skills and you could charge people for them and that Mm -hmm. could afford me to buy guitars. And that's kind of what I was up to uh, back when I was younger. I didn't have any big, crazy goals or anything. I just always kind of had this internal, like I never really cared about money because I always knew I could make more. It's like I got skills that are marketable. I can go and hustle and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also de- like kind of detrimental these days as an adult. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I was kind of doing this whole this whole freelance thing. But what really kind of drove the point home for me was after uh, the band broke up. Um, I had some gigs and then I actually interviewed at an agency here in Columbus, Ohio. And I went to this agency interview and it went great, or at least I thought it went great. And then they never called me back and I knew someone that worked there and they did some digging on my behalf. And I was like, dude, what I, what I screw up. Like, just so the next time I interview somewhere, it could be better. Mm -hmm. And he like actually got the answer for me. And he's like, look, dude, he's like, they said that you were great. They said that you would work there for three months, quit and start your own thing. And so I just started my own thing that day.
0: Wow. That's so interesting. And I, 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 it's, I love how universe gives a signal, right? That was a signal for you. Okay, this is the time. And uh, what I have seen in my own life Chase is like, people will ask me certain things like, and then I'm like, Oh, I get curious why they're asking. And then also like taking actions around it. And you took actions because sometimes we get this, uh, what do you call signals from others saying, Hey, I know that you, you are more, you, you have more, you are for more, and this is not what you should settle for. You should start something of your own. And that is the perfect, uh, what do you call one of this aha moment, which I mm-hmm. think a lot of entrepreneur have those kind of aha moment but sometimes they don't even take actions on that and later they realize oh like that's why they said something like that to me so I just, that is i want it- to know what
1: signals i was throwing out there to oh, yeah. make them believe <laughs> that so i can so i can i can because now we're in the hiring phase of the agency and it's like i would love to know what red flags i should be looking for in hiring
0: Right. And sometimes like when I am hiring right now, it's very different, like employee mindset and an entrepreneur mindset. Sometimes we also want an entrepreneur mindset in our businesses because we want that creativity to pop up and not just someone. Or that leadership to pop up but I think uh, yeah some some of the roles we still want that employee mindset right and we don't want them to leave us after we have trained them and they have stayed in our business for so long so I totally get you where like you have to like really understand that red flag so I think uh Chase like I love that part of the story where you were like okay like I was just curious about I wanted to get a guitar right and that's how you started with your freelance uh, things and uh were you always into music or do you still play music
1: uh, I yeah, I've always been into music. music. Music's still a big part of my life. I mean, our agency is named after uh, a Judas Priest song, which is like a big metal band. Oh uh, wow. You know, we've actually done some work with some artists that are still in the music industry. Um, but just with the evolution of our business and just knowing, you know, just see, making mistakes and learning from them. Uh, you know, we've drifted more into more mainstream direct to consumer brands. Mm-hmm. We'll take on a music project if it falls into our lap, but it's not really our bread and butter anymore.
0: Right, interesting, and I I would love to ask this question to you. Like everyone in your team, are all of them music lover? Like, do you connect uh, on music?
1: (laughs) So I think the only person that doesn't play an instrument is Ryan, Mm -hmm. who is in a like uh, an award winning choreographer. Oh wow! Yeah. So everybody is super creative in nature. Uh, so I'm sure and, he is connected and, 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 to music and, but obviously in some with, way. <laughs> with choreography, you're, you're going to have to love music because yeah, you set it yeah. to, to the score. that is so
0: interesting. Wow. So you all are very creative. Like those who are coming, like artistic, creative. That is beautiful. Because I feel like that is also one of your core values. Like when you probably hire, like you, you connect uh, on music.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think that. And it's, I mean, look, we built... The agency from the mindset, uh, it's it's a lifestyle business. We want to have fun. We don't want we want it to be the best job these people have ever had. And Sean and I are going in with that full full force. Like that's what we want to do. You know, honesty is another core value. Like we don't Mm -hmm. sell things just to make money. Like if I don't believe that we can help, like it's not going to work. Like we're not going to do it. We're very very specific about the types of brands that we work with, and we spend a lot of time on our avatars uh, to make sure that it was the the right idea and the right types of brands. Um, you know, we're a big fan of working smart, not hard. <laughs> so, totally. like, we'll, you know, <laughs> if we can figure out a better way to, to solve for it, we're going to, um, you know, those are, those are the ones that come to mind. I don't even have the list in front of me, uh, but I know we have four core values. They're on our website somewhere, but, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's it, it, the core values aren't going to win you business, but if everyone on your team is on the same page, that's usually where your core values actually help
0: yeah and i have been like helping my clients with the hiring pieces like i'm their director of operation mostly small businesses and yeah that is where i normally use it for core values when i'm hiring like job description making it more customized so that we find the right person who really fit into that team culture right i think Mm -hmm. that's a very important piece for a team to thrive so i would love to ask you chase um After you started with the business, after you knew, okay, I have to start my own business. When when was that? How many years back?
1: Okay. So that's... Yeah. There's a little bit of a a time gap between when I had that interview (laughs) and when I had... uh, And when me and Sean started the agency. So I started kind of like a quote-unquote business. I just made my freelancing gig a little more professional um, for a couple of years and I was doing that. Meanwhile, my business partner Sean left his career at a direct to consumer, like e commerce startup brand. Um, and he left and he started freelancing. Mm-hmm. And since I had been in the game for a long time, I was just giving him a bunch of advice. And uh, funny enough, him and I designed the album artwork of my band's first two albums together. And that's how we met.
0: Oh, wow.
1: um, and so uh, he's asked me a bunch of questions about freelancing. Uh, and I'm answering them, and and through that he actually introduced me to Shopify, which is the technology that we specialize in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, and then we started tag teaming a bunch of projects together uh, on Shopify. And then when uh, it got kind of confusing, to clients are <laughs> like, "Well, who do I make the checkout to?" And then like once taxes, like, would we realized like taxes were going to be a big consideration, mm-hmm. you know, we 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 actually made a, a real business, and Electric Eye was born. Um, and then quickly realized that we were onto something in this like Shopify expert ecosystem kind of niche of things, helping brands in that ecosystem. Um, and things kind of uh, took off on us. And we like really put on blinders and, and kept niching down and, and, and trying to turn away things that didn't kind of fit that ideal avatar. That's
0: that's so cool. That's amazing. So uh, what would you say, Chase? Like what is your business now? Both like What is uh, I'm sure like your services probably change in the agency like you started with something and then it changed or was it has it been always the same?
1: Um, The business started and it was well we didn't really know what we didn't know at the start of the agency Mm -hmm. but it's basically always kind of been the same. There's two sides of the business: there's design and development, which is make the websites better, and then there's marketing and advertising, which is get more eyes on the website. Those Mm -hmm. are those in a nutshell are the two things that we do. Mm-hmm. There's a few like main services within each of them. But, you know, what we're doing most of the time is building awesome websites, making websites that exist better, and then, you know, helping them with email and SMS marketing, helping them with paid traffic like Facebook, Google, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, and then in the spring of next year, we're actually going to be launching uh, conversion rate optimization. So we're actually bringing a new service in next year. So I'm excited about that.
0: That's ex- exciting. So when you say website development, do you use certain platforms? Only we Shopify. Ourself? We
1: are so every okay. project. So that's like one of the th- one of our specialties. And so this was funny. We did client interviews uh, a few months back as we were really working on these client avatars to to make sure that. Uh, ask me about client avatars right after this. So okay. we did all these client interviews and we asked them how they would describe our agency. So to us, we're like, oh, we're e-commerce growth experts, right? Like we're all about. Helping you scale, let's work on these three KPIs and like hockey stick growth, that cool stuff. They're like, oh, you guys are Shopify experts. And we like, personally, we are like, that's so much, that's belittling. We are so much more to that. But to our Mm -hmm. clients and the people that like to work with us and pay us money, that's what they think because they're not in this ecosystem with us. They're just smart merchants that like build a product to solve a problem. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, when you're working on copy and how to position yourself, ask your customers how they think about you, and then it'll help other people understand what you do.
0: Interesting. So who is your client avatar? (laughs)
1: Um, so client avatars, we developed, uh, two client avatars. And so it's Sid and Nancy, also Mm -hmm. punk rock. Um, so that we've got these two client avatars and it's basically just this, uh, um, personified, idea of a client that like a prospect that could walk through the door. Um, and ours is very specific to the types of clients that we want to work with but the reason that we spent all this work on it is now that we now we use it in marketing. So any decision that we're going to make in marketing or anything we're going to invest time in on marketing, we go like does this engagement or this podcast or this, you know, blog article we're going to write or this webinar you're going to speak at like does this resonate with Sid and Nancy? Like, would they find this valuable? And if the answer is no, we turn it down immediately. But if the answer mm-hmm. is yes, then we know that it's worthwhile because it's going to put, you know, it's going to get us in front of people that we want to get in front of.
0: Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. It so also helps in amazing. the sales
1: process as well for yeah. quickly validating leads.
0: Totally. Totally. So I think, Chase, like, I would love to um, know like any of the success stories. Like, someone came to you and what has been their success working with you? Would love to know something. Like in short time, I know it's probably a long case study. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I mean, that's, that's the truth. Like what we do at the agency is a little bit of a longer uh, process. And, you know, if we're building a new website or we're taking the existing website and making it better, mm-hmm. um, you know, that takes a bit of time. Uh, but you know all of our clients walk through kind of the same process and like we have now since branded it. It's called the brand scaling framework. E-commerce is math, right? It comes down to three specific KPIs. There's conversion rate, average order value, and sessions. You times them all together and you get your basically your average like whatever your month was. You know that's how math works, that's how e-commerce works. So we establish a baseline and then we strategically improve each KPI uh, and that's how you get exponential, exponential growth. Um, so we do that for everybody. Um, who case studies? Like we've got, you know, we've worked with some legacy brands where uh, they were working with an agency that said they knew what they were doing, which is oftentimes the case, and it's unfortunate. And you got to win that trust again because they've someone people have been burned. But it is what it is. That's the game that we play. Uh, you know, and you know, building an e-commerce website is nothing like any other website. Like the experience needs to make sense. Uh, so there's a lot of just if you're not an expert and you try to build an e-commerce website, you're going to make so many mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know we catch a lot of clients that just have bad user experiences, and so we 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 you know fix all of that stuff. And then you'd be surprised by just who doesn't have you know standard marketing automations in place or just mm-hmm. isn't doing like remarketing on face like these all these low hanging fruits. We instill all those systems really quickly. And I mean, uh, at last we checked, we've helped our clients since the start of the business win over 8 figures in additional revenue. So like over $10 million in additional revenue for the clients that we've worked with. Um, I can't give you any specific numbers on specific clients, but there's a bunch of case studies on our website. If mm-hmm. anybody's actually curious and wants to go check that out.
0: That's amazing. Congratulations, Chase. And I feel like... Uh, it's so interesting. Like some of the e-commerce builder, they don't even know about, like there is help out there, right? Where they can scale, but by just uh, looking at this KPI, making some improvements to improve those KPI, and then like really having a successful uh, e-commerce uh, site out there. And yeah. yeah, this is so interesting. Thank you for mentioning all that, because sometimes we need to know more, like we need to look at this case study to really see that this is happening in reality. And uh, I will be putting that in the show notes so they can go and look at your uh, website. So I think this was amazing chase. Uh, Thank you for coming today. If someone wants to come like work with you or learn from you, or like just uh, take your help with their e-commerce, like where should they go?
1: Yeah, you can. Uh, if you enjoyed what I was saying here, and you think that your your brand might be a good fit to work with Electric Eye, you can head over to electriceye.io, click contact, and you can schedule an intro call with someone on our team. Uh, and they'll ask you a bunch of questions, walk you through that framework I just mentioned, and you know, see if we can help or not.
0: Awesome! Thanks, Chase. This was amazing, and I'm so grateful that we were able to do this.
1: Absolutely! Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. So today we only had this much this much time with Chase. So if you want to learn more about e-commerce and how you can optimize your e-commerce website and grow your business, please do check out Electri- Electric Eye and uh, talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. I honor you for your energy and time to show up till the end and listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a minute to rate and review my show and share it with others who needs it the most. This would mean world to me. Remember your positive intentions, your presence and your positive energy is contagious to attract the positive result. Talk to you soon. Stay tuned until the next episode.